Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another TOEFL IBT membership upload. Here I am today giving you the speaking question part three. So given the fact that we've already gone through the four speaking questions in that speaking question one video, and then going into your nice little exercise in speaking question two, we got to dive into speaking question three. So I want to give a nice big shout out to Margarita because obviously I told you that I wanted to show you the ropes. So then when we get into our coaching session tomorrow, you're going to be able to get, we're going to get straight into the speaking questions. Yeah. And this is what the ropes are. All right. So what we have here, very, very excited about this. And this is YouTube. And again, there are lots of ads and the accent is a little bit different. Now, again, when you go on the test, I'm not exactly sure what accent you're going to get. This is a non-native English speaking accent. So there are some errors. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe it's him actually speaking it and giving examples to it and getting the audio script. So he probably wouldn't get copyrighted. Not exactly sure. But nonetheless, it's good enough. And what we're going to be going through, and this is a really good simulation, right? Because I know a few students who said that the speaking question threes that I have, they're a little too difficult. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just go to YouTube because maybe it might be a little bit better. All right. So nonetheless, we're going to do YouTube and then we're going to do some very difficult ones in regards to what I have. Yeah. So first we have to go over the reading. All right. So let me read out this reading for you. Again, it's the same similar system as the speaking question two. It's all about paraphrasing. So remember, the reading's about mm, 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 and then we're going to transition into the speaking, yeah? So it says here, venture capital. It is a type of financing that investors provide to startups and small businesses that have the potential growth or that have potential growth in the future. You see what I mean? <sighs> venture capital can come from investors, banks, and other financial institutions. It could be risky for these factors to invest in companies, blah, 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 blah. Those are all specific details. And he's going to say this and paraphrase it in a way when he opens up the audio. Okay. So we really don't care about this. All we got to do is paraphrase the hell out of it. That is all. So what I mean by paraphrasing, well, let's break this down. The reading is about venture capital which is uh, essentially a type of financing, uh, financing that let's say, again, I'm using adjective clauses. I'm kind of repair, you know, paraphrasing this because I don't want to use everything verbatim, right? Don't copy everything from what you see in the reading. Just switch it up a little bit. You're not going to be graded on this, you're gonna be graded on what you report, just as I said in the speaking question uh, number two, okay? So in saying that, let's go into this. The reading's about venture capital, which is essentially a type of financing that, okay, it says provide here, that helps startups with capital. Um, and that last part says potential to grow in the future, okay? that helps startups with capital if they see potential growth in the, in the future. There it is. So the reading's about venture capital, which is essentially a type of financing that helps startups with capital if they see potential growth in the future, okay? Potential growth within that specific startup in the future. That's all we're going to do. That's a good eight to 10 seconds. And then you're going to transition. Remember, I talk about these transitions quite often. So 
the man, okay, or the woman talks about this or the lecturer, whatever it may be. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to take down all the notes so you can actually see the notes and see how I write it down. Yeah. So let's get right into this. Here it is. And I hope I shared, I actually hope that I shared the audio as a matter of fact. Now remember, you get 50 seconds with this. So what I'm gonna hurry up and do, I'm gonna re-screen share and there it is. Okay, so we're good to go. And what I'm going to do now is see how many seconds. Yes, okay, 50 seconds. Da, 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 da. So there it is, we're now we're gonna listen. About two types of venture capital. One of them is called early stage financing. Okay, so here we go, again. Sure. So now we're going to talk about two types of venture capital. Two types. two types. One of them is called early stage financing and the other one is expansion financing. To give one example of early stage financing, let's talk about a company that is creating equipment for skiing, let's say. Now they have the idea of how that equipment is going to be, what it's going to be, what it's going to be used for. They have enough capital to open a store for said equipment, but they don't have enough money to create a finished product, a prototype, let's call it like that. So they will go to venture capitalists, to institutions or individuals who can give them money in order to develop this product further or in order to complete it. So this is basically capital for those uh, companies or startups that haven't fully developed their capabilities or their products and they need that capital to, to basically finish that development. Now when it comes to expansion financing, this is when a company is fully developed and they just want to expand their capabilities. Here let's talk about Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg and his partners, they developed the website how it's going to be, what users could do on it, but they needed more money in order to go global. So they sought out capital in order to increase their capabilities of their server, in order to market their idea, in order to market their website. And this is something that helped Facebook in order to become uh, a world brand, a world name. All right, Using so the there it is. Okay, so this was actually very easy. And to be honest with you, with this non-native English speaking accent, it's much easier to understand. I don't know why, because when you go into the other accents that I'm going to do with obviously the recordings that I have on my computer, they speak faster. Okay, ideas are all over the place. Some of them are very hard to pick up, et cetera, et cetera. So to be honest with you, this is basically what you are going to get now. The accent may be completely different. You're more than likely going to hear an American accent, possibly even other accents, but 90% of the time American accent, yeah? So this is what you can expect. This is the layout that I have. Let's break this down. So for all of you out there who are listening, for watching the video, compare your notes, okay? Compare your notes with mine. Now remember, you, you're using the writing, but because based on what he said, there was a lot of reiteration and things that we already know about, obviously, early stage and expansion. I didn't have to write so much. I just wrote the big ideas. So based on what you wrote, how many function words did you write? Now, obviously, I'm typing. So I wrote down a lot of function words, such as prepositions, such as the word, to, you know, the verb to be, um, possessive adjectives, more prepositions. But there were lots of content words, and you probably see that on the screen. Right? So 
what we're going to do here. This is your opening. All right. I want to go back up here and emphasize this. This is your opening. Then what you're going to do is you're going to create that transition. Okay. The man gives two examples uh, such as early stage capital and expansion capital. With early stage capital, then we go into the bulk of our uh, into the bulk of our idea and stuff like that. So again, we don't need to use a template all the time, okay? Templates, probably you know this, probably, um, oh my gosh, Susanna probably knows this with obviously, uh, you know, with the different temple, uh, templates, you know, like TOEFL Bank and TOEFL Resources, two reasons. The first reason, the second reason, two reasons. The first reason, the second reason, you could do that. I've heard unofficially that people have gotten max scores on their speaking and I'm like, yeah, okay, show me. They never show me. But nonetheless, if you want to, you know, if you need to follow it, follow it. If you don't need to follow it and you have a great, you know, English speaking, uh, you have a foundation underneath you already, don't worry about it. Just use your language. This is kind of what I did in the open. I said, the man gives two examples of this, such as early stage capital and expansion capital. With early stage capital, he went into uh, an example in regards to, you know, someone who sells equipment for skiing. See what I mean? So let me get into what I had written down first before we go a little bit further, yeah? Early stage, hyphen, equipment for skiing. They have the idea, enough capital, but not enough money. That's really weird because capital and money is the same thing. So I think he kind of just contradicted himself just slightly, right? So they have the idea, but not enough money to create a prototype, okay? That's basically what he said. So you're not going to hear contradictions like that on your tests. So keep that in mind. Then he went into the second one. Venture capitalists would possibly give them money to develop the product, product further. And that product would ultimately lead into the finishing of the development. Now, I'm just using my language to give you what I had written down, right? I'm just kind of connecting it all. But that's what I had written down. Then there's the expansion capital, okay? Fully develop, expand capabilities, Facebook, Okay, you don't really have to mention Mark Zuckerberg. Don't have to write that fool's name down. But you can say he developed a website. Uh, users can do this. What's it going to be? But they needed money to expand globally. So he sought out capital. They were able to market that idea, website, and help Facebook become a global brand. That's what venture capitalists do. You get what I'm saying? Now, compare your notes. Are you going to be able to create something? The reason why I'm writing this down is because I want you to see what you're going to say, just as we did in the speaking question, um, what is it? In speaking question two and speaking question one with the videos just before this on the membership, yeah? <sighs> so with early stage capital, he gave an example about a company or about a skiing company that sells equipment, okay? now. They have the idea, but they don't have enough money to create a prototype. So I would then put in the link or so, or therefore. So they would seek out venture capitalists 
who would possibly give them money to develop their product. In the end, if they do get this money, they'll be able to finish the development of their product. There it is. That's basically what you're going to say. That's what I had written down. He gave an example about a skiing company that sells equipment. They have the idea, but they don't have enough money to create a prototype. So, Linker, they would seek out venture capitalists who would possibly give them money to develop the product. In the end, there's another Linker. If they do get this money, if in terms of the condition, they'll be able to finish the development of their product. There it is. That's what you're going to say. Then the second example he had given was expansion. Wait, hold on. Yeah, the second example. Okay, here we go. Because he had given was, that doesn't make any sense. I don't like that. It sounds like I was about to make a grammatical error right there. So the second example was about expansion capital. So what I did there is, you know what he had given was, ooh, I don't really like that. That sounds very colloquial. I don't want to go with that. Okay, take the easy route. Okay, that's your next tip in here. Always take the easy route. If you feel like you're going to go into, uh, you, you're going to say something that's that you're unsure of, take the easy route. Okay, don't overexpand on things because when you overexpand, overanalyze, overthink, what ultimately happens is errors come. Yeah. Whew. Now, here we go. The second example was about expansion capital. This basically means a company could have a fully developed, uh, oh my God, a fully developed product and they're, and they're looking to expand its capabilities. He gave an example of Facebook. They have a fully developed website. Users can do things on it. They know what it's going to be, but they need money to expand globally. Okay? So what happens after this? What they would do then is seek out capital so that they can market their idea website and they would then, well, no, not, and they would then, we're not going to use would because it actually did happen. So, and they expanded or ended up becoming a world brand and they ended up becoming a world brand there it is there it is that's exactly what you're going to say that's it right there okay the reading you give a nice little transition into the uh the, you know the listening aspect and boom there goes the first stage i wrote this down because i to see in regards to what i would say with early stage capital he gave an example about a skiing company that sells equipment they have the idea but they don't have enough money to create a prototype so they would seek out venture capitalists who would possibly give them money to develop the product. In the end, 
if they do get this money, they would or they'll be able to finish the, de the development of their product, depending on what type of conditional you're going to use. The second example, uh, the second example was about expansion capital. This basically means a company could have a fully developed product and they're just looking to expand its capabilities. You gave an example of Facebook. They have a fully developed website. Users could do things on it. They know what it's going to be, but they need money to expand globally. So what they would do without capital, so, you know, so that they can market their idea, website, and they ended up becoming a world brand. That's it right there. That's exactly how you're going to put it all together. That's literally a one minute talk. This is a fantastic rundown of exactly what you are going to do. All right. So let's get into the crazy ones. Yeah. Shall we? So what I have here, obviously on my good old MacBook is a bunch of them. And a lot of this could be very, very tricky stuff. Yeah. Now I'm not going to show you the reading. You know exactly what to do with the reading. Eight to no more than 11 seconds. You're going to write that transition. And what we're focusing on is 45 seconds worth of fire. Okay. So let's look at this. Uh, let's do internal yeah, attribution. There we go. So let's see. I don't know exactly what this is. Uh, Might have heard it a while back, but let's look at the note taken. Let's come through notes. So in this specific example, we're going to look at what we had written down. A minute and 42 seconds, very similar to what we did here on YouTube. And now here it is. Let's dive in. In real life, attribution is something we all do every day, usually without any awareness of the underlying process and biases. For example, over the course of a typical day, you probably make numerous attributions about your own behavior, as well as that of the people around you. Interesting thing is, when we explain the behavior of others, we look for internal attributions, such as personality traits, and when we try to explain our own behavior, we tend to make external attributions, such as situational or environmental. For example, when you get a poor grade on a quiz, you might blame the teacher for not adequately explaining the material, completely dismissing the fact that you didn't study. However, when a classmate gets a great grade on the same quiz, you might attribute his good performance to luck, neglecting the fact that he has excellent study habits. Let's look at another example. Suppose you received an invite from one of your friends to attend a party. The party starts at 10 p.m. Even though you have to be up at 8 in the morning, you decide to go to the party. You enjoy yourself and lose track of the time. When you get home, it is well after 3 a.m. The following morning, you're two hours late for work, your boss is furious and asks you why you're late. Now, if you used internal attribution to explain to your boss why you were late, you might explain to him that because you love parties and have trouble saying no to your friends, you went out late last night, even though you knew you had to go to work. You might say you were careless and forgot to set the alarm clock when you got in. Okay, forgotten to set your alarm clock. There we go. Oh, I love this. This is so interesting. I love this. <laughs> this is great. Okay, so again, people, there was a lot of information. Um, and like I said, as opposed to what we heard <clears throat> with venture capital, this one is absolutely far more difficult. 
right? And this is probably why some of you are like, oh my God, man, you know, compared to the other one, this one is far more difficult, totally agree, right? And so let's compare some of these notes. You see these full sentences, but no goddamn way I'm gonna be able to write those full sentences. So when obviously I go through the coaching with you, I use the pen and pencil, we compare it, we try to put it all together and we go from there. Now, with the example I had already given, how are you with these notes and the notes that you have going to put it together? So with my notes, okay, you make numerous attributions about your behavior and people around you, okay? Now, what we're gonna do is you're going to, that's going to basically be the reading, right? So what we're gonna go into and the two things that we have here are internal attributions and external. So what it would be essentially is the lecturer gives two examples of this uh such as okay internal and external attributions right now internal attributions are personality traits external is situational or environmental if you want to put that transition and bulk it up even more you could say the lecturer gives two examples of this such as internal attributions which are like personality traits and external attributions which are situational and environmental so internal attributions, okay? This is basically, and the notes that I had written down is teacher not explaining completely, dismissing the fact that you didn't study. Now, that's what you do in terms of blaming, okay? Now, I think that's external. See, this is why it's very, very important because what I, what I didn't write down was internal and external. All I wrote down in my notes were teacher not explaining completely dismissing the fact that you didn't study. Now, I think external would be classmate instead of attributing to his good performance. Oh, I'm sorry, classmate, you attribute his good performance to luck, completely neglecting the fact that he has great study ha uh, habits, okay? Another example he gave was you have invite starts at 10 p.m. Even though you got to get up at 8 a.m., you decide to go to the party, enjoy yourself, and you lost track of time. Well, after 3 a.m., the following morning, you're two hours late to work, your boss is angry, and he asks you why you late. Now, internal attribution, okay, means that you would explain to your boss, because you love parties, because you love having fun with your friends, you ended up becoming careless, and you didn't set your alarm clock the next morning. But external would be, oh, well, this happened on the road or this happened. You would look to blame. So basically, external is looking to blame. Internal is accountability. <sighs> so what did I do wrong here? The fact is, how would I be able to get those four hyphens, which I'm going to highlight on this screen? Okay, now, how am I going to make sense of this because I don't know which one is internal and external. Now, I believe based on what I wrote down in the very bottom sentence, which I'm going to highlight in red, that internal attribution is the blaming aspect, right? So teacher not explaining, okay, that's external. It's your fault. But internal is, I didn't study. See what I mean? So what you're going to have to do very quickly in 20 seconds is look over your notes and see. Did you write down the linkers? Do you know which one is which, internal and external? Yes, YouTube was far easier, but YouTube, we don't know exactly. I'm giving you an easy version and a hard version, okay? 
So classmate uh, attributed his, uh, yeah. So basically the blaming would be, oh, he got it because, you know, he's very lucky. That's external. But internally neglecting the fact that he has great study habits. There it is. And then the long personal example is the party. Okay. And then the internal uh, attribution would be at the very bottom. And that's called accountability. Now, I didn't write that down. I wouldn't be able to make sense of it until the very end when it's too late. Did you write that down? So what I'm going to do, okay, I'm not going to put it as a timer now, but you get a free speaking evaluation. That's correct. Based on what I had written down, based on what you had written down in this TOEFL membership, I want you to send me your one minute audio in regards to this. And I'll be doing a speaking re-eval by video, a video response for you. This is free. This isn't marked towards your four speaking, uh, your free four speaking evaluations that you get with the membership. Okay. This is free. So I'll be waiting on that. And with that being said, Hey, I gave you the easy. I gave you the hard. I gave you great system note taken. I wrote everything down. Now I just wrote down the roads, but I intentionally, or maybe unfortunately had messed up in terms of, okay, compartmentalizing internal and external. But did you do that? And if you did, big ups. I'm looking for that on the audio. So with that being said, a fiery one, people. Again, if you're on my membership, thank you so much. Um, and speaking question four will be coming up tomorrow. So in saying that, man, I appreciate it so much. I'll be seeing you then. I'll be waiting on your responses. And as always, I'm your host, over and out.